is the Bad Reputation Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes on your smartphone or tablet. Featuring the most up-to-date reputation management, social media, and entrepreneurial information on the web. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official. And now, the host of Bad Reputation, the reputation rock star, Todd Collins. In three, two, one. Welcome, Joey Yak. What up, Dow? What's up, brother? What's good? Oh, man, just another day in paradise, buddy. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, man. You already know. I got it. I got it, man. So, guys, I just want to introduce you to Joey, um, and, and we're going to have Joey talk a little bit about his story, uh, which is, is pretty interesting. I saw it in a, in, in a video, basically, that he had created, which is pretty awesome, and, and that's kind of what... I want everybody to understand is that you can create these amazing stories through video and, and using music to be able to tell your story. And uh, he did it for me. If you guys haven't seen that video yet, you can jump on the podcast. You can actually listen to it. You can go to YouTube. You can watch the video that he edited for me. I mean, he, he has jumped through hoops and done an excellent job. Um, Joey's done this for uh, Billy Jean from Billy Jean is marketing. Um, Billy Jean's uh, had him uh, had him highlighted on his show. He's done some stuff with uh, uh, for Jared Glant, who Jared Glant's going to be on the show uh, here next month. Um, he's done some stuff for Grant Cardone. He's done some stuff for Gary Vaynerchuk. He's done some stuff for everybody. But interestingly enough, Joey is very well known uh, in, the, in the hip-hop industry uh, for, for some of the stuff that he's been doing there. But he's on a completely different avenue now and a completely different journey. Um, and we can we can talk about that. So, so let's jump right into it. Um, you know, tell us, tell us, start us from the beginning, man. What, you know, how did, how did this all start? So like I was now, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. That's where I'm at right now in a small, uh, in North County. Like it's like 10 minutes outside of St. Louis, the town called Hayeswood. And I tell everyone I'm Hayeswood, not Hollywood yeah. all the time. But it started, man, when I was nine years old, my dad, um, like, you know, from when I was born to about this awesome life that you would think, you know, like we, my parents were together me and my sister were damn near spoiled. My dad had a cool little job. We had fun, had parties at the house. And then, um, but we've always rapped, right? Like my dad rapped, my sister sings and raps. Like now my little sister does it. My daughter even freaking <laughs> does it. Like it's in our. So. Typical dad and you know some relationship, me and my dad wouldn't get up and go to the park or watch cartoons for real. We would get up, hop in his Oldsmobile and we would battle each other. Right. And yeah. And this is like eight, nine years old, and I would say the same line every time. And 
Uh, man, I was horrible. But we, it was a uh, 4th of July weekend, and we went to the fireworks stand. And right when Nelly just blew up, well, Nelly and the St. Lunatics, well, the St. Lunatics, is, he's right. So he, he was walking to it's his that, car. It actually sounds like it actually sounds like you're rapping right now. I'm not sure if you're in a. That's just me. That's just yeah, me. in a bad cell area That's or whatever. Funny. But or is it is it cutting up? Yeah, a little bit. My bad. Um. So met Ali from the Saint Lunatics. Can you hear me? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. All right, cool, cool. So Saint Lunatics. Um, he's walking out. He is all fireworks in the car. And my dad was like, oh, man, that's Ali, you know, with Nelly and them. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, Dad, don't embarrass me, dude. And he's like, no, no, man. No, this is our time. He's like, hey, yo. And he starts yelling at this dude. And he's like, uh, you know, long story short, he was like, hey, man, you guys are tight, but you're missing one thing. And he was like, oh, word, what's that? He was like, a white boy. And everyone just starts laughing. And he's like, no, man, I ain't letting you leave until you listen to me. So he's trying to, like, show out for himself. And I'm in the back seat beatboxing on my chest, just flowing. And he looked at me, and he, he looked back at my dad. He was like, yo, you know, I don't know about you, but I know I can make your son the white Bow Wow, dude. Like, I see Disney all over it. And for some reason, something in my brain was like, I got it. You know, I had that it factor. Like, I felt it right then and right. there. Like, you know, I really couldn't comprehend it at all. But, you know, um, when he took our number down, you know, he started uh, he started hitting us up a lot. We started meeting up with them. I got to meet Nelly and all them, Murphy Lee, Kiwan, all them. And um, I started for real, like, writing and, you know, doing shows. And I started actually trying to get my name out there that young. And, like, I was a straight soccer player, though, dude. That, that was my thing, right? So, me, I, my dad at, like, 10 or 11, right, he got, he'll tell you, man, like, he hit the crack pipe, right? This is my best friend, and my life sure. is amazing, like I told you. He hit that crack pipe, and he said he blinked his eyes, and 15 years of his life passed. So, like, me being so young and so confused, I was like, what's happening, right? And then Nelly and Ali and all them, they blew up so big that we lost communication with them. But me, like I said, he lit that flame, and, like, I just kept fanning it, like, with soccer, like, having that it factor, like, that I'm that dude. It, like, not in a cocky way, but, like, no, nah, ain't nobody going to stop what I believe in my heart. Like, still to this day, I have that little kid imagination that I won't let let right. go of. Like, that shit's real. And everyone should keep that because they get so accustomed and they train their brain. But, and I'm, I say it on every podcast I'm on, I'm ADD, ADHD, ABCD. I, I, have the same, I have the so, same situation. Don't, that's just me. So funny. Um, so basically, um, my dad got addicted to crack. You know, it's me, my mom, my sister, and like life got really hard. We had no money. He lost our house. We we had to move in with my grandma, all that. But I was that ball player. You know, I was holding it down. We're like, Joey's going D1. It's all good. I was the soccer player that rapped. So goes to high school. I set all these records. And then I didn't want to leave. I mean, I was drug dealing. That's how I made my money. I was selling weed. It's my only sales experience. And I got kicked out of my high school. Like a week, two weeks after um, we came in, I think second place in state. And they were like, all right, we don't need Joey no more. Let's kick him out. So, and I was a badass. I was a little shithead. I, like, I thought I knew it all. You know, I was that soccer player. Like, I was pretty yeah. cocky back then. I ain't going to stunt. But I was always doing music, man. I was making a little bit of money from shows and all that. But I got a full ride scholarship uh, to a lot of D1 schools, but I didn't want to leave. And I think now knowing me, I was like, man, I, I just wanted to stay close to home because that's all I knew, you know? So I was, like, scared to get out of that comfort zone. So I took a full ride to a community college, 
went to the community college, and um, we just got really turned up the whole entire time. Like, I didn't care about soccer, nothing like that. All we did was drink, smoke, pop pills. Yep. We just kicked it. And this next year was coming around. Like, I gained, you know, that freshman 15. You put it on. Yeah, you put the weight on. I say I'm a five five white guy, dude. Like I'm five five, so I can't be gaining weight. Like I, I go, I go, just you know, I, I just get really, really yeah, wide, yeah. you know. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm about to take this shit seriously, and I'm about to grind. So I went over to England. Uh, uh, the Olympic development team asked me to go to England with them for Missouri. I went over there and fucking killed it. I don't know if I can no, talk you can about that, but I completely. All right, bet. I completely killed it and uh, got MVP over there, dude. Came home. Back to the United States, I was like, yo, I'm about to crush this year, and then I'm going. I'm going over there. I'm going to play, I think. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking that. And three freaking games into the season, this big old dude knocks me on my ass, dude. And I literally broke my leg, and I looked up at him. I was like, are you serious, dude? Like, all I can remember is, like, what am I going to do now? Literally the next day, I'm all doped up on all the pills they gave me. My, who is my fiance now, came and told me she was pregnant. I'm drunk on pills. I'm like, what? I'm 19 yep. years old. Or I was 18, I think, at the time. 19, you 19. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, no, you know? And, like, I had that moment, dude, where it was like, I got to make this music shit work. And, obviously, I'm skipping steps or whatever. But just sure. given the basics where it's like, it's definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm rock bottom from the gutter, like, for real. And it's, it's. I went, I, I, got, I dropped out of school. I got a little part-time job cleaning cars, you know, um, at Lufus Kia. And I'm doing music and music. And the one thing that I need to make sure everyone pays attention to is you never know who's watching because I get a phone call from the same dude 10 years prior at that fireworks stand. Ali from the St. Lunatics calls me. He was like, you know who this is? I'm like, no. Nah. And don't get me wrong. I, I ran into him a couple times for right. that 10 years where I'm like, yo, I'm killing it. Like, my dad used to, like, remember, from that 9 years old to 11, like, before he hit that crack pipe, we used to go to Ali's house every Saturday morning. Every Saturday morning, he, he would knock on the door. Ali home? No. He probably was there. He just was like, oh, here we go. Joe again. You know, that's my dad. Showing up too. at the door. But my dad was like, I'll be, my dad was like, I'll be damned, dude. Like, you're going to have to, like, damn near kill us to get us away. Like, we are dope, and you want my son, like. He was over the fact that he wasn't going to be the rapper, but he wanted me to shine, man. And he, um, so when he calls me, he was like, come to Dirty NT studio, uh, where Nelly's studio is. And basically he signed wow. me right there, dude. He was like, I see you grinding. I see you hustling. Like, and I'm like, damn, okay. Like I'm ready. Like I, I made it, you know, in, in the, in the immature mindset, I have a, a daughter. I'm living at my mom in my mom's basement, selling weed, cleaning cars, you know, not shit. You know, I was nobody. I was not. I didn't know shit right, at right. the time, you know. Didn't I was a boy raising a little girl, and like I thought I was the man. But I get this deal, and um, I only took I, I took the deal, and three months prior to the or three months into the deal, he flew us out to L.A. I was already bitching within three months. I'm doing nothing, man. Like, what's up, dog? Like, man, what? Like, super immature and impatient. And he actually some, I mean, not somehow they made them millions of dollars from country grammar and all the other albums, but he, uh, he got us into a uh, universal Republic with Wendy Goldstein, which was the vice president. And, you know, we're in there. She's buying, she bought us hotel rooms and she's like, yeah, you got the whole package. You know, you got the look. I went in there, not Hazelwood. I went in there looking Hollywood as hell. I had blind streaks in my hair, had some little Ray-Bans on, like 
Yeah. Not me at all. At all. More me. And she's like, you know, your followers say it I again. Said, that's more me. Right, 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 right. And I, t- and, uh, I told her, you know, like, and I appreciate your time. You know, like I said, I was young, man. And I, I, I thought that was going to turn into something. But when we left there and went home, it, it, we, you know, we had a demo deal, they would say. So we're recording at Nelly's school downtown in St. Louis. And eight months into the deal, man, I'm just like, man, they're bullshitting me, dude. Like, I had no influence, no role models to talk with, no mentors. And, like, I, I, I asked Ali to take me out of the deal, you know. And I tell people this. And he gave me, like, I had my daughter in one hand, the contract in the other hand, and I'm like, let me out of my deal. You're not doing shit for yeah. me, you know? And some people ask me, do I regret this? Because he let me go with no lawyers, no yep. nothing, man. He was like, do, do you, are you sure you want to do this? I was like, yeah, man, like, I got to make moves, man. You ain't doing shit for me. I feel like I'm getting shelved. And basically, he let me go, and people ask me, do I regret that? And I said, hell no, because now, you know, you win or you learn, man. Like, literally, like. And one thing leads yep. to the next thing. So what? when I left, I met more people, which led me to meeting Bone Thugs, uh, with Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. He heard about me. He was like, yo, if you can get out to St. Louis or you can get out to L.A. tomorrow, I'll listen to you. We scraped up some money, me and my new manager that I found, and we went out there and one song, he listened to one, he was like, play another, play another, play another. And after four, he was like, kid, you are a superstar i don't know why anyone would let you out their contract and i was like me either man i don't know maybe it wasn't meant to be blah 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 because i'm telling you when i got that deal man i thought i was really the manager when i wasn't even ready to be the janitor dude you know like at all like your boy was not ready by any means so i'm i'm, I'm with crazy bone and he heard these you're a superstar blah 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 then 10 hours later we have a song called scraping the sky and my stage name at the time i went by yak boy fresh yak stands for you already know so you'll probably always hear me say yak, and it stands for you already know. And if you don't know, <laughs> now you know. Or will. But anyway, now you now know. Now you already know. But so so he literally told me, he was like, can you stay for another day? We got to meet like Ray J. We went to the uh, American Idol house. Uh, they were doing a music video. Long story short, we went on a whole nationwide tour with uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Each city, we had to sell merch to even get gas money. I didn't make any money. So and then we ended up back in Hollywood which is where like, you know, I'm on tour and I, you know, it got to the point where obviously you guys know my dad's an addict now and that's in, my, that's yeah. in us, man. Like I, I've always been a, a blackout, you know, I, I just yeah, black out when DNA. I drink. I don't, there's, it's in my DNA, dude. When I drink, it's, it's, I, I tell people I was go, go gadget ratchet. They, they see me and they're like, Oh shit, this, it's going down tonight. Cause Yak's here. We know something crazy is going to happen. And I loved it. I loved that center of attention. I loved being that dude. I hated the morning after, but I loved that that so, that vibe. So basically, what was happening was you 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 then felt even when you weren't performing that you had that you had to perform for everyone that was around you, and you needed that either the drug or the alcohol. I still to get struggle to that with point, that today, right? man. You know what? Like not, like just even entertaining yeah, people, yeah. you know, like I feel like I'm an edutainer now, especially nowadays I educate people in an entertaining way. And it's like, like, I feel like I'm reliable of the entertainment that's going on around me, which I've, 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 I'm getting better at it, but it's like, it's, it's just me, man. Like I'm, I just, I, it's just who I am. That's just my sure. freaking personality and it is what it is. But so, I, you know, I'm, it, it got to the point where I wake up, I pop an Adderall, I pop a Vyvanse, whatever. I was that speed dude. And I couldn't go to sleep unless I popped the Xanax or I was drinking. Well, I was drinking throughout the day. 
beer. I'll pop have a Xan cool. Let's just go to bed. I'll wake up. Let's do it all over. It became so normal and so, you know, that, that habit and like everyone around me, around me wasn't doing it, but they let me do whatever I had to do to be in my comfort zone. Joey's got to perform. Joey's got to shine. Joey's got to do this. If he's got to do that, do that, right? So when we get, we're in Hollywood, you know, I'm broke as hell, dude. I am broke as shit. And we're there and like, you know, we're making moves, but like while I'm there, I'm rocking with people. Like even thinking back now, I'm like, why the hell did I go on tour with Bone Thugs? Like I should have been on tour with Justin Bieber. Straight up, I'm this five five white guy. I'm I got the the bad boy image, but but I still make popular music, the pop music. I should not have been with no Bone. You know, like I'm over here trying to perform for older people when I shouldn't have. But when I'm in Hollywood, man, in my heart, like my spiritual side, dude, is absolutely through the roof now, dude. I'm in Hollywood and. I'm hearing something in my mind saying, or like, not my mind, in my heart, you're Hazelwood, not Hollywood. Right. Go back to Hazelwood. Go back to Hazelwood. You ain't Hollywood. One, one thing happened. I literally, I don't even talk about everything that happened, but it was three attempts that happened. And the third one, I finally packed up my bags. I walked away from everyone and everything. And I said, I ain't turning back. And still to this day, I didn't, man. So I left. I'm gone. I uh, slept on the floor in Hollywood or in L.A., for about three weeks, I scraped up money. I called my fiance because remember, I got a kid. And remember, yeah, my dad's kid. been yeah. gone. So I'm flying first class on a fucking guilt trip for real, dude. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm a city dad. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm doing everything that I fucking hated him for. I got to go home. What am I going to do? I don't know. And I don't care. You know, I'm like 20, 20, maybe 22 at this time, 21, 22. Or it's definitely 22, but 23. I don't fucking know. Who cares? But. <laughs> I called my fiance because she's holding it down. Like, she put me on child support. Yeah, but I wasn't making shit. So I was paying lousy-ass money to her, dude. She's at home holding my daughter down. Great support system. I mean, my mom has always helped out. But her family is the shit, dude. Yeah. And I called her. I said, babe, I'm flying you to Miami. I gathered up all my money. I'm flying to Miami. I'm going to meet you there. I have someone that bought us a hotel room. I worked out a business deal like that. And I want... So I, I want you back. I'm not taking no for an answer. I already booked your flight. I'll see you there. So I'm sitting there and she, she shows up and she hates me at this moment, dude. Freaking hates me. Won't kiss me. Nothing like that. But that was the beginning to a never ending, man. Like I told her how, like what happened and how sorry I was. Like I was in LA, man, walking around just like for those two, three weeks, like just, just like, what is going on? Like, I'm so lost. Like, you know, like I think I'm living the American dream, but really this is like, the worst nightmare I've ever could have dreamed right, of, right. you know? And, and, dude, even on tour, dude, Crazy Bone looked at me and he said, hey, kid, like, we're chasing the devil. And I was like, what you mean? He was like, I name all my mixtapes chasing Because B.O.B. said it best. He said, I remember when we were rapping for the hell of it. Nowadays, we're rapping to stay relevant. And I looked at him, I was like, damn, that's so real. That is stupid real, dude. So I'm over here and, like, I'm writing. I'm like, how the game goes, how the fame goes. It's like a pot at the end of a rainbow. You can't keep looking and searching, but what you ain't know, you probably already got what you came for. And literally, I already had what I came for. I thought I was supposed to be this superstar um, when really I needed to be a superhero to my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, your daughter. I'm over here yep, wanting to be exactly. a superstar, but I needed to be Superman to my family. So I came home. I'm like, it's time to build this character because me being mature, now I'm 26 now, but like I got this old soul. I was running with a lot of street cats and I was running with bone and like I got a lot of wisdom and I soaked that shit in because I didn't have no dad growing up in my teens when I needed that knowledge, right? 
So me, I'm like, okay, I'm back home. I'm back in Hazelwood, not Hollywood. I'm doing labor jobs, but I'm still getting fucked up. I'm still getting blacked out drunk. And then I was, cause I can't do no labor jobs, dog. I'm a little punk ass dude when I'm doing labor. Like I hate life. Like I will make up the most dumbest excuses not to work because I ain't moving no bricks. Yeah. I'm not putting no landscape down. I just can't do it. I need to be in the studio. I've been not that not that myself. it's above you. Not that it's above you. It's just oh, no, it wasn't it's just making you me. happy. It's just not me. Like I don't care if if someone is putting bricks down and they're like, like uh, my sister's uh, fiance. He was the one I was working with. Like when he cuts his shit and puts it, and then we take a step back and he's like, I did that. I'm like, you damn right, you did that. And you enjoyed that. That's love right there. I don't, it's definitely not above, or I'm not above that. It's just not my purpose. Right. And you can't find your purpose unless you go look for it on purpose. That's correct. And you can't step into your comfort zone, or you can't step into your calling if you don't step out of your comfort zone. So I'm over here like, man, I'm definitely not finding my purpose on purpose because I'm over here moving bricks, you know? And I'll record myself. I engineer myself, and I've done that my whole entire life. Like, I'm just a studio freaking nerd, and that's what I do. I, I taught myself. I just am impatient. I can't wait for other people, and I'm not giving you $60 an hour. I can get pay, like, you know, $1,000 and buy a studio. and then Which, is, which is pretty amazing from an entrepreneurial standpoint. You, you taught yourself how to do everything so you didn't have to outsource any of this work so you could create on your own. Right. Yeah. Right. I chose experience over education. And that's what, and that, that's where I'm leading to now is I went, you know, I was, I'm, I'm hella drunk all the time. And the last day and dude, June 30th, literally this week is going to be my second year, not one sip of alcohol, dude. And I quit cold Turkey. I Congratulations, one night. man. Thank I did, this, you, man. I did like, the same. I did the same thing. I quit cold Turkey and, and, and never looked back. And it was something never. That, uh, uh, I can tell you this. Um, I'm not, I'm never going to say to anybody that drinks, uh, you know, I'm better than you or, or whatever it is. I would never say that. And then it's funny because I was, I was with somebody this weekend and they were asking about that. And I, you know, I said, yeah, it's just, I said, it just, it just didn't, uh, it didn't mesh with me anymore. It was not something I felt I needed. And they were, they said, good for you. And I just was like, what do you mean good for me? I, I was like, why is that what people say to us? They're like, good for you. Like, it's it's not it, like I, it's almost like a praise like wow you're you're better than me because you don't drink that's not what it was it was a situation of that i needed i wanted pure clarity 24/7 and that was the only way that i was going to be able to obtain what i was looking for and i kind of feel like that's what you 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 eventually hit that wall right where you were like that's it i don't need this anymore this is ridiculous i need pure it's just clarity because all the time. i when i got like i said i was trying to rebuild my family so it's right. like i knew and this is wisdom right here they said like this is wisdom for me knowing that when i because i tell people they're like well i mean you can have a drink i said no homie like like me drinking one sip of alcohol is like a little rock hitting the windshield on a car and then three weeks from now that whole windshield is probably going to be shattered and you're like oh shit what happened it's like that one yeah. little rock that came out of that dump truck when you were on freaking 270, that's our highway, is, is what caused that, which is one sip of alcohol for me. So I'm smart enough to not get behind that dump truck anymore. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Because I'm smashing women. I Come on, dude. I was on tour every different city, different night, different girl, different night, different drugs, different night. It didn't, it, that was me. And I loved it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's one thing. And here, here's this. I'm, I'm sitting there reading the Bible yesterday. It's like, um... Don't like too much wisdom 
is foolish because you just grow to chase the wind. And I'm sitting here like, I'm sitting here like, man, I might, I might know too much, you know? And it's, it, that's the thing about what I'm getting at is I lived a lifestyle that most will never live. I've lived so much at the age of 26 right now that most people will never do. And I'm sitting back and I'm watching and I'm like, man, dude, like I know better than to do that because I know what it's going to lead to. I know right. like the, the type of lifestyle that you can have and it's, 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 it's toxic, you know? So when it, it, I'll jump back, I'll jump back to uh, what I was saying when I, so I, I stopped drinking, right? The last day I stopped, my buddy told me, which leads me into being an entrepreneur now, which led me into sales. He told me, hey, Joey, you man, you got the, hey, yak, hey, yak. That's what he, hey, yak, you got the gift of gab. And I was like, I know I can talk that shit. And he was like, you should come do sales with me. And at the time, I'm like, no, nah, dog, like, I'm not putting no, no headset on and no call center. It was my pride. I, you know, I, told, I tell everyone now, too, you can pop that pill, pop that perk. You can pop anything to make you high. Is that right? Well, swallow that pill called pride. And literally, when I wrote that one day, I was like, I got to swallow this shit, man. I, I, I got to do it. So literally, I only thing I remember is that right there. When I woke up, I'm hella hungover. I call him. I'm like, yo, plug me with that job. And the boss there, his name's Rodney Kelly, which I show him so much love because he's, he's very similar to me. No college degree, was a ball player. And he's 32, and he's the director up there now. And young buck, but making bread, you know, and great salesman, just a street cat, which he's the one that honestly came up with the name Corporate Hustle. And, like, he says Corporate Hustle. I'm like, yo, I'm using that one day, dog. That's hard. Like, I, we took our street smarts. I tell everybody I treated my cubicle like my own corporation. So sooner or later, I can get out of this cubicle and have my own corporation. I needed to discipline myself, though, you know. So right. when when I, I approached him, like, look, I had no sales experience. You know, I need a job, though. I sold myself. I traveled around the country, blah, 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 blah. He's like, yeah, I'll be dumb not to hire you. You remind me of me and you're sober and and you found God, which is what I'm getting into now. And, I, you know, religion is a very touchy topic, but I'm not religious. I just have a relationship with my higher power. Like the inner me was my biggest enemy. I tell people the hardest prison to escape is our own mind. So me, I had to, I got up that next day, hung over, hit, hit some weed. And I went into the church. I say, uh, I ain't know how to act. I was that person in the sermon sitting way in the back, hood up, head down, walking in alone way out of my comfort zone. Literally, I sat in the back of this Christian church because I grew up Catholic, so I was very lukewarm. And a lot of Catholics, and I'm not dogging Catholics, if that's what you work for you, awesome. But me, I'm too, I was too hip. Like, I, I, I just was, you know, that, that urban hip dude, and you couldn't tell me nothing, and I couldn't sit in there and listen to no nuns do psalms. I just couldn't. So I went to faith church, and, th like, we were turning up glory to glory and like I didn't know that this was real I didn't know there was a side where I could be have a relationship with God and not just be religious because that religion to me just it just didn't work you know so right. me, I'm sitting there now like I tell people I walked in go go gadget ratchet I walked out overdosing on the Holy Ghost I overdosed <laughs> on the Holy Ghost baby for real <laughs> it's insane on how it happened so I come home and now I I start to see that I'm being the glow for my family. I got a testimony on my Facebook of me at faith and they wanted to do it for me. Cause they were like, wow, this is incredible that this is happening. You know, my daughter went from singing Anaconda by Nicki Minaj to glory to glory by Bethel music. It's like my whole family. Now my, my fiance, 
you know, and, and then I proposed to her and like, we're amazing. Like I, the, the fact that I'm even with my daughter's mom is right. insane. I should not yes. be here right now. I should not be with her right now. She should be with some other dude. Probably that is like her family. It's their country, dude. Like I'm St. Louis. Like we're that Midwest. Like we're diverse as hell. And it's like, they're like more like the hunting four wheelers. And me, I grew up playing ball. I grew up just rapping, you know, but it's such a good balance now, man. So when I, but see, I'm ADD. I'm sorry. I got that sales job. And dude, I made, I went from selling weed on my mom's basement, remember, touring just to make gas money to making $100,000. I went in there and I said, hey, I'm going to let you guys know I'm going to be the best. I was selling digital advertisement, which I fell in love with because I'm like, wow, like I can talk that shit. I needed to know business because one of the biggest problems in music and artists, they all, they only care about talent. They only care about them rapping and spitting and no one cares about the business side. And nowadays, it doesn't matter if you have talent, you have to have the numbers, you have to have the whole package. Dude, it's 10% music, 90% business. So I'm like, let me get my hustle on, you know, like, let me learn this shit. Not knowing what it was going to lead to, you know, like I tell people, like I, I, I cheated through school. I'm not that good at math, but one thing that I realized is our vocation can feel like a vacation if we trust God's will, because one thing plus not one subliminal move plus nine subliminal moves doesn't equal 10 subliminal moves. It equals that one big power move, which is where I'm at today. I quit my job. I told my boss I'm out dog. Like, I'm making theme like I, I thought I was gonna sell at like uh, run ads for people and shit, which I quit my job and I was like I'm doing that and I started doing it and I realized I hated it and my other customers at YP that's where I worked YP.com when the products sure. didn't work I would just make them a little jingle and theme song like I did you and they loved it so they wouldn't cancel on me because those chargebacks and sales are real I had a song called I'm out here fighting chargebacks. And, like, I played it throughout the bit. Uh, I would walk in, people see why I'm pissed, and I'm like, I'm not talking to nobody, and I will just press play with the speaker. I'm out here fighting chargebacks. That commission that I made, they want it all back. And everyone was just – it just brought the, the good vibe. You, you, didn't believe, you didn't believe in the product anymore. Hell and, no. And, 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 and when you didn't believe in the product anymore, it, it, your customers could feel that. Oh, yeah. So, so I yep. went back to my biggest strength, which is music, which is I believe in myself more than anyone. That's why now I tell everyone what I do is put my melody to your message and I help people tell their story. Everyone wants to know your why, your how, your what. And Dennis, I know you worked with Dennis. Like when I see yeah, him. I was just going to say, that's a, that sounds like a Dennis Hugh Oh, bro. When I watched <laughs> him, when I watched him at Mark Lack's workshop, that's where I kind of got introduced to like the entrepreneur. Like there's people out here that are killing the game. I met Billy there, Billy Jean there. Dennis, yep. uh, Mark, uh, Legacy, there was all people there, and I'm looking at them, I'm like, you know, and it's so funny, too, because as you can see, my energy, like, you wouldn't, if you would have met me there, you wouldn't have think I was the same person, because I know when to shut up, and I know when to, you know, turn up and talk to people like this, and that was sure. a time where, Joey, shut up, soak this wisdom in, don't tell nobody you rap, don't tell nobody shit, just get the game, right, so I'm getting yep. this game, man, and it's like, and I was at my job, then though like you know when I was learning all that stuff but when I quit man I literally I'm the guy that does this shit I I do it I I don't ask for permission like people really want the people want you to say hey that's okay you can do that you know like nah bro like I'm just gonna go do it so I want everyone to know like with Billie Jean I didn't have no plug with Billie Jean I met Billie Jean at Mark Lax 
Look, man, I wrote down a list of 20 entrepreneurs. My videographer I've had with me forever. And he does my shit right now for free. Or he did it. Now we're getting, you know, a little bit of money. But he did it for free, not because I'm are saying that corny shit. Oh, talent. Uh, uh, when your character lacks, uh, you know, who cares about your talent? If your character isn't in that shit's real because if old boy just saw me out, my, my videographer saw me out here just trapping and, you know, not get, providing for my family and just not being at peace with myself and knowing I'm trying to better me. Only person I'm in competition me. And that's why I was number one sales rep at YP with no sales experience because I didn't care about y'all. I cared about me and how I was going to get my money and how I can better myself. You guys go on 15 minute smoke breaks. I'm going outside to read or I'm going to listen to my podcast. Those little, I don't got enough time in the day shit is for the it birds. Is, I, I, what are you I, doing? I agree 100%, man. It, it's for the birds. People say that all the time. Uh, that they, they, they You're don't going out time. to smoke that cigarette. Yep. Put your headphones on and listen to something that's going to freaking, you know, bring it up. I tell people this, and I'm not no Bible thumping cat. A lot of the times that what I say is all from scripture because I tell people I used to flood myself in liquor. Now nah, I flood myself in scripture, baby. And it's 1 Corinthians 15:33, dude. It's bad company corrupts good character. That's not just the ones that are around you, but it's also what you're feeding your brain. What are you listening to? If I go listen to Young Jeezy and that trap music, I want to sell weed again. That's real shit. I, you know, this is my first time even admitting it. Since I found God, and I think I'm putting this out there because I felt so convicted, I, I let myself slip. And I even messed around with that shit before when I was in chargebacks. And I'm like, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, that's what hit me so hard with that scripture because I'm like, damn, like I, I can't even listen to this old music no more because it can go back to the old way. So if I wake up and listen to nothing but podcasts and like the Gary Vee type shit and, you know, make sure I flood myself in something that's going to better me, I'm going to start becoming that. People are, want that uh, uh, permission and they want you to say, oh, you can do this. It's like, no, they look at you. They don't look at you because they doubt you. They look at you because what is so fantastic, like what I do, people are like, holy shit. You are so talented. You are so dope because, you know, like what I did for you, I can do it in 45 minutes to an hour, like straight up and have it mixed, mastered, done. And they're like, wow, you're, you're so gifted. And I was like, look, that an hour took me 10 to 15 years of preparation, plus my character being built. But also what seems so fantastic will soon become so familiar. You think my fiance thinks what I do is so damn dope? And I'm not saying that because it's because it's mean or rude. She knows I'm tight. She knows I'm going to be successful. She knows I am successful. But what become what is fantastic becomes so familiar. So that's why you need to make sure that you're reassuring yourself and continue to learn or you're dying. If you're not growing, you are dying in that present moment because you will grow accustomed to the everyday world. And that's why I'm so focused on being in the word, dude. So, damn, like I said, I was ADD. The Billie Jean thing, though, I want to jump back to this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, done, I'm done with people saying I don't have the resources. Well, go get them. Man, the only reason I'm talking to you, Billy. Dude, I just got, I just been talking all weekend with Brad Lee. I just made three tracks for him. I just FaceTimed with Cole Hatter. I damn near had him in tears from the song I made about him. And none of them asked me to do that. Yep. I'm not going to ask for permission to make you a song. That shit sounds, one, weird. And, two, a lot of people say, uh, I don't think it fits what you do. 
hey, bro, with all due respect, don't tell me what I can and cannot do, for one, which I don't really say. I just say, well, tell me your why, your mission, and your vision, and let me decide right. that, you know? And if you don't like it, cool, you know? And I've made a lot of this shit for people before I even uh, make the pay. But, dude, I'm over here giving, giving. Well, me and you, like in your song, um, uh, what, that jab, 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 right? Uh, don't forget that uppercut. Like, that's what I do. And like I said, that's why I'm on here. Give with no intention to receive, but be smart and strategic enough to know that when you're giving, something could come out of it. You know, don't just give away $1,000 because, okay, I gave something. Where's, where's mine in return? It has to still be something of value. You know, like my shit, I'm, I'm drunk driving in the road to fame. I can't stay in one lane. But now I've, I've, I've grown to a custom that, that I can't stay in a lane to be my own lane. Like, no one's doing what I'm doing. So now I literally call like, I'm going to make a course called the Studio CEO. And everything I'm doing right now, man, I'm going to show these artists how you can be business owners, how, how we need the music's the easy part. Stop getting lost in that, that, uh, that the fantasy world, man, where all this materialistic shit is, is what's going to fulfill yeah, and you. I, and I Money. Think, I, think gener- I think the generations that are, that are kind of coming up are kind of becoming a little bit more real to that. They're not, they're not chasing after the flashy things i think they're more chasing after uh the freedom and that's the one thing that i always talk about is that you know um i've i've gone through a majority of the same things that you've went through i've you know i've had the nice cars i've had the watches i've had this i've had that i've then i've lost it all then i've gotten it back then i lost it all and i got it back and the thing is is that what it really comes down to is having control over your day and i think that's where i find the most value is i have control over my entire day um, and that is really true freedom and riches where I can like go, all right, I'm done at the office today. I'm going to go to the gym for a while. And then I'm going to go just sit at a Starbucks and work on one particular thing that I really am passionate about. And I think that is kind of really the, the new, I call it the new rich. Like that's the new wealth. Um, the money thing kind of just comes with what you're doing where you're not, like you said, you're not even waiting for these people to reach out to you. You're direct, you're creating something sending it to them with with no expectation of return and what's happening is while you're doing that it's creating a return so you reach out to me you see me on dennis's thing you reach out to me you say you didn't even ask you were like i'm gonna make this for you free i'm like dude yeah go ahead man awesome by the way check this out i see it you send it to me and i'm like what the hell this thing's awesome and i say to you this is an amazing story come on my podcast. I also want to share this for you and share this for you. And so it's, it's really that, that uh, empathetic situation of like somebody does something for you and then you give it back to them. And I think that's the, the new world that we're kind of moving towards. And I'm really, really happy about it. And those are the people that I surround myself with now. It's yeah, dude, like, like me and you, I like, I think that, like you said, like I literally, and I hardly, I was sitting there, like I throw washers, like that, that's like my thing for some reason when I'm on, like right now, like the whole time I've been throwing washers, like it's my meditating. I don't know why it is, but I was doing that and I felt the buzz in my, in my phone when I was doing that, when uh, I seen you on Dennis's thing and you know, I'm looking at people like during the live feed, I'll go, you know, I don't, that's why it's so important for people to make sure that, you know, they just don't start hitting the ground running. Like I know how to network. I know sales. I know marketing now. So I know how to not ask for permission. Hey, can I? It's no, I'm going to. And then you're going to have to tell me no. 
you know, especially when I'm doing it for free, right? So I see your whole image, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm attacking Todd because I feel like I can vibe with this dude. And now, dude, like, just from, like, two and a half weeks we've been talking, I truly do feel like I've known you for a minute. Oh, 100%. Like, for There's real. No, no question like, about it. I'm like, no I fuck it. with Todd. Me and Todd are going to be cool for – and you're going to be the guy I don't have to talk to every day. I'll talk to you maybe once every month or maybe two months or whatever, and it's going to be a – What's good? What up? How you doing? Good. Anything I can do for you? Yeah. Uh, I, uh. And then I'm like, yo, it, it's one of them things where we're giving to each other, knowing that, of course, yeah, we want something, but it's not out of the intention. This dude better give me something. Yep. It's I want to see Todd win. I want to see Joey win, not because they're talented or not because this or that. It's because we're good people, man. And, like, uh, people need to understand, like, like with Brad Lee. Now, I did – there's a guy named Sean Maroney. Okay, he is the the face of obesity. Literally, I yeah, he was I, on the Biggest Loser, right? He was on the Biggest Loser, right? No, no, or, no, I don't think so. He wasn't on that. He he's been he's known, dude. He's definitely, especially now, he's like a LinkedIn influencer. Whatever. I got plugged in by my boy Zach Babcock, which I really need you to get on his podcast. It's doing great. It's called the Underdog Empowerment. Um, dope, real dope. He's a North County boy like me, and he's the one that actually introduced me to a lot of people. So you already know I'm returning the favor. But um, so when he introduced me to Sean, which Sean's in St. Louis, well, Sean, you know, is seven. He was 700 pounds. Now he's at like 580, and like he is the most wonderful, big-hearted, in the word person I've ever met like one of my main mentors I talk to him every single day I make sure I at least take 30 minutes a day and talk to him if it's about my family or he wants to see my soul like he wants to see me win the first day I met him on the phone the next day I had seven 30 second videos for him like one I took his clips like yours and I put my vocals and I'm performing and it's called if you ain't dead you ain't done because I talked to him on the phone I said Sean I want you to know if you aren't dead you aren't done, and you're the prime example, and I'm behind you. Because I tell people that I rap, yeah, but rap for an acronym stands for raising awareness, period. I'm the 5'5 five five white guy, and I'm, I'm about a buck 55, buck 50, but I support what they're doing because they're, 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 you can make two, you can do two things. You can make moves or make excuses, and they're making moves and trying to create a solution for the problem. So long story short with that, I gave to him and I was like, I don't want you to give me anything. He put me in touch with the young buck, Casey Adams, killing the game on podcasting. And now I'm flying to Richmond, Virginia to shoot a commercial for someone that's freaking huge. We ain't even announcing it yet. And I'm doing three music videos with him. And he introduced me to Brad Lee's right hand man. Yeah, I, now, that's what you were telling me about last week, man. I got to get I'm, I guess I'm going to try to have to get out there to uh, meet this uh, celebrity guy you're. Doing oh, this, with. this little dude's a beast, man. And he, he loves just helping. And he loves growing. And everyone, he's already had all the interviews with Grant Cardone. Ty Lopez flew him out to L.A. Um, uh, Gary V. But, like, he's, he's, yeah, he's with a everyone, good, he's, a, he's a good kid. If you guys don't know who he is, make sure you follow Joey. Uh, I think you actually posted something up about him, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, go, make sure you go follow Joey uh, on everything. I'm talking – LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, the kid's everywhere. He, he casts a wide net just like me. And that's one thing I always talk about is casting a wide net. If, if you cast a wide net, you're going to catch more fish. It's just the bottom line of it. Joey, tell us what you're, uh, as we're coming towards the, the tail end of this, tell, tell us what you're doing now other than the, the making the music, making the videos for these entrepreneurs and things of that nature. You're also doing some speeches, right? 
Yeah, so, dude, like, as you guys can already tell, like, hopefully you can, but my, I speak for my passion, man. So I really – and that's why I'm linking up with kids like Casey Adams that are that are winning, but I really want to be – I want to help, you know, the, the, the younger generation, not, you know, I, I'm just going to be this glow, man. So I'm going into schools, I'm talking, and I'm just – giving my testimony and being the glow of you can be hip, you can be cool and you can, you can still do the thing and, and be a good person at that. So if I, you know, one thing, if I had to say something to wrap it up is I'm doing everything that I'm doing. Yes, I'm talented, but I also sit, you know, I don't go kick it and stuff like that. I sit behind a computer and I, I've mastered my craft and I, I've, and I never knew why I was mastering it. And all this shit that's happening to me, the Brad Lee, the Casey Adams, the, the Billy Jean, it's not because of my talent. It's because of my character. So you guys need to realize, you guys need to go outside right now and look at trees that you've seen for the past 10 years and look how beautiful them trees are and respect nature and respect the fact that you can even function to hear me. I'm a deep thinker, dude. I'm a deep ass thinker to where I'll drive down the same street and I'm like, Look how beautiful this same ass road is. But I have the ability to see that, you know? So don't take life for granted, man, for real, dude. So I'm here to spread my message, to spread my melody to everyone's message. I don't care if you're an entrepreneur, if you're just a regular person. I just want to make a difference and the dollars will follow, make an impact and the income will follow. Be the change and that change will fall into my pocket as far as money, man. So you'll have me talking all day long and I know, you know, I just ramble on and I'm sorry, dude, but I'm very passionate about my purpose because I literally took my past and I packaged it up as a product, dude. And you can take your passion, your past, your your, your purpose is to take all those opportunities or take all those obstacles and make them opportunities. So the biggest struggle that everyone's dealing with right now, you should go laugh in the mirror and say, that's my product. Because once I beat this shit, I'm going to go holler at the people that are struggling about it. So your struggle will turn into your biggest freaking strength. Whoa, I'll close on that. I'm lost and found but never finished because know-it-alls know nothing at all, Todd, when they don't remain a student forever. All my social media, my Instagram is joey.yak, Y-A-K. My Facebook is joeyyak. But come holler at me on my personal account. I love rocking with people on my personal account. Joeyyak, peeper. P-I-E-P-E-R, it's Spell Piper. LinkedIn is Joey Yak. Um, and, and big things are about to happen, man. So they're about to catch this before, like, the real takeoff. I got a lot of stuff in the works. But, Todd, I'm going to rock with you to the day I die, man. And I appreciate you letting me on here because I'm amped and I'm fired up now, boy. <laughs> I love it. Joey, thanks again for coming on to the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, Joey and I are going to be doing some other stuff together. This is not the end. You're going to see probably a lot, a couple more uh, – uh, a couple more videos, a couple more songs, uh, some more stuff that we're going to be doing together just to kind of, you know, entertain people and educate people through using music. And um, and I think it's a great way to reach uh, some of these younger kids out there that uh, maybe going down a different road, maybe the road that, that him and I went down and we, we kind of rearranged ourselves and got ourselves back on track to where we need to be to, to help educate these kids and, and bring them up. So, Joey, thank you so much, my brother. I appreciate it. Uh, and hopefully you guys stuck around for the end of this podcast. Cause I'll tell you what, Joey Yak really dropped some great stuff. If you didn't take one thing away from it, I really like rap raising awareness, period. That can be used in every aspect of your life. Joey Yak. I love you, brother. You already know, Todd. Appreciate it. See you, buddy. 
This has been a Todd Collins official production in conjunction with Platinum Reputations. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official or visit us at www.toddcollinsofficial.com. Want to be on the show or become a sponsor? Message us on Facebook and tell us why.